Welcome, welcome, welcome. Kim, it is so nice to see you again. Bia. It's so nice to, to see you in the virtual reality. How have you been? Good, good. I'm super excited because we get to talk about one of our favorite topics today, which is exactly. the best. And On our second episode of What's the Quarantine? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> And one of my other favorite things about today's show is that we What's get that? to introduce our first friend of the show, Masse. <laughs> Welcome, Masse. Oh no, Masse, your Te- sound is technological. <laughs> Bit of a technological creature. <laughs> This is what happens when you record during a pandemic, people. This is what happens. I am screaming. Okay, so Mas is having some technological difficulties while we wait for her to get back. Um, Kim, how has lockdown been treating you thus far? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, yes, friend of the show. <laughs> here I am, here I am. No technical technological issues will put me down. How are you guys doing? Good, good, babes. If I can just ask you to keep the mic just a little bit more further from your mouth, because it's giving us a little bit of feedback. But welcome, friend of the show. I'm the resident friend of the show. (laughs) Get my title right. And exactly. you know that it's my dream of life to be a, re- a friend of the show, honey. That's, <laughs> I know. My, that's I know. my dream of life. Thank you for making dreams come true. Yes, because yes, this is not the first or the last time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So babe, I'm going to be here. Masse, I was just asking mm-hmm. Kim how her lockdown was, how their lockdown was going. And what about you? Uh, my lockdown is, um, in the words of our urban poet, um, <laughs> Karen, Huger, I'm the dizziest bitch at the table. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm the dizziest bitch at the table. It's too much. Every day, Henny. Okay, I so Kim do. doesn't know who Karen Huger is. Yeah, I was going to say, is, is, that a housewives, <laughs> is that a housewives reference? Yes. So That's she Housewives of um, Potomac, which I told you the other day. You told you me to watch this. To. <laughs> you need to get on to this. <laughs> you need to get on it, honey. You need to I told, get on I gave, it. I gave Kim a list of things that they need to get on to. Like she has the own list going on that they need to catch up on. But in the <laughs> meantime, while they do that, you and I have so much to catch on on Real Housewives. But we will do that we absolutely on the do. episode. Today yeah. we're talking about <laughs> The Bachelor. Ooh, oh my God. Honey. I am the so Bachelor essay. Can I say something just off the top? I'm gonna need them to request the Bachelor essay. <laughs> what is this man that we're dealing with? What is he? What is he? Why do we have to deal with him? Why do we have to deal with him? What is he? What is I need your, them to request. Honestly. What is your problem with him, Masse? Um, what is not my problem with him? <laughs> First of all, this man. What What is he doing? I need him. Does he have strategy? Does he know even why he came on the show? Oh, like, he's looking nervous half of the time. He's confused half of the time. (laughs) He's listening to people half of the time. He can't make up his mind for himself. Literally, as soon as somebody throws a tantrum, he responds. I can't. I don't think he came in with a strategy, though. I don't think he came in with a strategy. I think he came in naively thinking that his feelings 
would make him aware of who to choose. Mm, yeah, I think that's the problem. Which is like I mean, nonsense. It's bullshit. That's not like if you've watched <laughs> The Bachelor, you know, at least on like the US um, seasons, you'll know that that's not how they operate and stuff. They come in there with a clear plan of mm. how they want to choose um, the people. Um, or what ne- what criteria needs to be in place in order for the people to move on to the next level? Mm-mm. So, but, but the thing is, my problem with him, but still finds him cute though. Even though he made the most disastrous decision last night, I still find I don't know. Him cute. I find him like, first of all, I would have to find him cute to start with. So, yeah. <laughs> I find him so unappetizing. <laughs> His I agree. name is now revoked, okay? It's no longer Mr. Buckner. <laughs> he can go back to being buck foot, buck teeth, buck whatever. I've got buck, zero time. <laughs> I'm so, I should stop watching the show. But anyway, let's get it's on lit- to this bike date. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First of all, can you just tell mm-hmm. me why we're going on a mountain biking like date? <laughs> Who does Sir. that? Who gets excited? Sir about a mountain biking trip nobody wants the coochie bumping up and down on this hard ass seat okay when you're going down the mountain like also what deep levels of discrimination are those because some of us we can't even get on bikes (laughs) 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 and ride up mountains what would be of me literally automatically disqualified no, this guy just likes back. cheap dates. This guy likes cheap dates, I think, because he, he's always got the same thing. He's always a bed, some pillows, some romantic roses, and some candles, and that's like the majority of the dates on this season. The and majority. one bottle of wine. <laughs> and honestly, he always wants to term the dates as like, this is what this woman likes, so I'd like to do it. No, <laughs> sir, you're lying. This is all about you. I was going this to is, say the exact same thing. You're lying on these girls. None it's of them. For Pasha. Come on, don't lie. He did that date for Pasha. That wow. one way that, where he took her on that little roping. Okay, it wasn't roping. It was like oh, a little soft aerial. Yes, that was a nice date. That was a nice date, yeah. For but also, sorry. Sorry. I mean, Pasha out of 511 girls. Because <laughs> Pasha is not the only person there who needs to get a good date. We I need good Pasha. content, honestly. <laughs> I love Pasha too. I'm, I'm, I'm mad that she's gone, but I'm glad that she is. Because them girls... Well, anyway, Fuck a Nasty. bicycle date on Fuck. The Bachelor. I feel like you could have you could have sorted that stuff out post-Bachelor. Do that with the one you choose. Also, right. bicycle also, date on The Bachelor. We are so far into the season already. Surely <laughs> you can get a bike ride. I'm, I'm so upset. I mean, if you go, if you, I, I know I'm always like making these comparisons with The Bachelor US, but I can't help it. Yeah. Like there's a benchmark that we can measure these <laughs> things up against. And so, like, on The Bachelor, they still might go to, like, um, these exotic islands and stuff like that. Uh, and they do these... They invite, like, on the... on the. I can't remember, like, how far they were, but it was, like, quite far already into the season. They went to this uh, cool island and they invited Cosmo to come through. And the, what the girls had to do was they all had to, like, do cool poses with The Bachelor. And then the one who like, looked the most interesting got to be on the cover of Cosmo. Girl, but we also know that the budget is not set up the same. Okay, we know that the budget is not set up this the same. But what you're saying is effort. It's effort. And we deserve that at this point in the game. Like, come on, South African team. Honestly. 
honestly, because yeah, this right. anyway, like, let's talk about this damn date. <laughs> which one? The so bike the one ride. The one. So he spoke to Bridget. Yes. Oh. Bridget. I know. Oh. I know. I know. No, guys. Oh yeah, like there, there was like a, a a quick like whiff of me liking Bridget for like a second last but week. But then it went away. Wow. Yeah, like Lock two him. weeks ago. Like, him. No, but not like it was like a it, it was like a it was temporary. Not me thinking. Yeah, yeah. And like I can't. Why is she here? I don't understand. Can I, I, I don't can I just say something? Can I just say something? Yeah. Mean ass. Don't mind your business ass. <laughs> Racist ass. Like things as best friend, <laughs> gossiping as have yeah. no place on the bachelor as Bridget needs to leave soon. It's actually not okay. This is why I say we must request this man. Why is he keeping the girl? Yeah. Why I is he know. keeping? I don't her? know. So we'll we'll let's 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 park that for when we get to the cocktail party because there's a lot mm-hmm. to discuss about Bridget when we get to the cocktail party. But mm. uh, after that, straight in the beginning of the episode, he asked the what's up i feel like you're taking this as a joke and we don't see mm. any kind of um romantic rapport between no. and mr buckner so mm. like why the fuck are you still here i don't get it i think it's because of a like basic level of humor like he's 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 seeing her and she like always brings this fresh energy in in his mind we see the other side right of her just like freaking out but he sees this cute, awkward, like constantly laughing person. So I don't think he knows where to place her exactly. But then I'm like, why don't you keep? Uh, we're going to speak about the 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 the. the, the <laughs> <laughs> can I, but can I, mean, I like, just give you something? Mm. He sees something weird and like that funny vibe, and, and she's not actually that funny. She's true. She's really not funny. Can I just can I give you guys my theory? Yeah. I think it started a few episodes ago when they were on the train date. The group mm-hmm. date that happened on the train. Yeah. Really, Instead yeah. of going to mind the business that fucking pays her, <laughs> she goes and pimps. That's what she does. That's her first yeah, point. She pimps on everyone. She literally sat there for a good 10, 15 minutes talking about other people and not herself. Talking about this one's doing that, this one's doing that. How are you going to love something like that? But then he uh, gave okay. her a rose immediately afterwards. She was talking about all of the other people and like saying, why did you give this one a rose? It just shows you. Because like, she throws tantrums. That's yeah. what she does. And it just shows you That's how messy he is and how he can't make up his own mind about mm-hmm. the real connections that he's forming with these other people. So he wants to people please, which has been a topic that has come up between the girls before, that he just wants to please everybody. Mm. I just... I, 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 I didn't see it before, but like now I see it very clearly. Like he's not even mm-hmm. trying to hide it anymore. So then, okay, yeah. fine. So he took Bridget and then he took Marissa. Mm. Um, I can't even, I don't even know what they spoke about because like I find it. <laughs> so Babe, she said it herself. She said it herself in the second episode. I have a very boring life. I wake up in the morning. I have my coffee and I go to work. I see some clients. <laughs> Back home and I sleep. She said, she said, my life is boring. So I have to give that to her. She's honest. Do you know what? My eyes glazed over when Marissa came onto the screen. The thing about Marissa is that Marissa is 24 years old. Marissa is not thirsty like a Jessica (laughs) R. Jessica R is a thirsty bitch. (laughs) 
She's not mean like Bridget. Um, Marissa is actually considerate. Marissa, and this is the thing about her, she's 24. She doesn't feel like she needs to hunger gaze for no person. Mm. Everybody's playing the hunger gaze. Hunger you know what I'm saying? She's always just like, but I, and this is the thing, it's a game after all. She's always thinking about the next person. What's this person going to feel? Can I go to? And that's the thing about uh. Marissa. I think the thing about her is that she's so like, okay, this is a competition, but I'm with other people and I think about other people. You know, yeah. and that's the thing about it. That's why I think she comes across as flat, but I think she knows what she wants. And I'm referencing maybe the conversation she had with Melissa uh, about yeah. like um, the hometown dates and where she said, look, I don't know even. And I think she knows that this bra is really not her bra. She's here. She's yeah. playing a game she's for it. And she's like, well, it's I would true. like to introduce him as a friend because yes. she knows that this is momentary. She also feels, I don't think she feels overwhelmed by him, but she mm. doesn't necessarily, this is not the type of person she'll probably be with in the long run. Cause this no, but man, they have a very strong sexual chemistry and that's what I like about Marissa. I love it. Right. It's like she has so many personalities like to herself and so many sides to her. I like it when her and Mark are together and when they're alone because that is when no, she comes out of like... I like is, her. I like her yeah. even as a person too. Yeah. And yeah. I like the connection, but I think she's clear. That even her mm. is Mark Butler, Mark Buckner. I know he's Buckner. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if they end up together, I think that you know she's twenty four and she's got options, and it uh. was like a fun experiment to be a part of, you know. So that's yeah, the conversation yeah. with Melissa that gave me that sense that mm-hmm. like she's a cool girl, she's writing it out, but she knows that this here man it ain't is not it. the kind of person. Yeah, it, this ain't it for her. Okay, okay so next up Marissa? was Mulesa, right? Next up was Mulesa on this little weird-ass date. Ooh, my girl. Chill. My girl. You know what? So, Mulesa is like, uh, sorry, Kim, you wanted to say something? No, no, no. no. You, uh, no I was just going to say, like, do you, do you feel the same way that Mulesa felt about the question that Mark, uh, Mark, Mark asked her about the fact... Why about Pasha. About Pasha. Do you, do you think that was a valid question for him to ask her? You know what? Yes and no. Um, I get why Melissa is offended. Because I think Melissa has worked so hard to establish herself as an individual throughout all of this. But she mm. can't even admit to herself that she had a weak moment. And then she brought in mm-hmm. a lot into groupthink. She needs to be tell the truth. We know that her and were pissed as fuck. And they were feeding off of each other. And that's the truth, mm. you know? And mm. so from that, from that point, it's fair. But, but I think the problem is that she's trying to, instead of like dealing with the fact that it's fair, she's mm. like trying to say, why are you comparing me to Pasha? Why are you like speaking yeah, about yeah, Pasha? Yeah. Are you over Pasha? It's like, we know, babe. She's, but she's like, a bit insecure now. Right, right, right. Okay, right. okay. I mean, what how you difficult think is it to have some, you know, self-reflection on oneself in a place where you are isolated, your back is up against the wall mm, continuously. Mm, it can't be mm. easy to have that kind of self-reflection that maybe we want to see from the women mm. in the house, like all the time. So I get like why she was also upset. However, I get I it too. Like, I get it too. I feel mm. like Mark was hella hypocritical in asking mm-hmm. that question because yeah. he mustn't come and pretend that he didn't listen to all that 
what are about Kainiso and exactly exactly so what is he trying to say so there are different rules for him double standards yeah she can't doubt I can doubt because I'm the bachelor and the bat and the and the other the women here aren't supposed to question our connection or their connection to me. So like, first of all, you want to take us out on these weak as basic as dates. Then secondly, <laughs> you want to have these double standards on questions and things. So like you can have, or because you coming across as like all rational and you just want to find out what the, what's the tea, what's the real deal and whatever, mm-hmm. but women try to you know do the same to you then you start questioning the validity Absolutely. of them being yeah, yeah. in the house and that they maybe have ulterior motives of being there get the fuck out of here like Absolutely. i don't have time for that shit i also do think that this is what i've picked up with mark mark can't be honest about the fact when he's lost interest with someone he's trying yeah. to always look for this like he wants Michael to save people reason. and save yes his, yeah Yes, he wants. Well, to he doesn't like want to save people. Guy. He wants to save face for himself. I'm sorry. I don't right. know if you guys can tell like that guy. I am mad as fuck. I am so upset with this man. After last so, night, yeah. Like, yeah. no, I've been over this night. That's why I said recast, recast, recast. Okay, let's, let's get to the, the the solo date because I want to talk about the cocktail party. I am so <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So let's talk about can Jimmy. I- I love Jillian. Can I say something about about the solo date? And I love Jillian. Yes. But I want to also say that this is where the stuff about the race works itself out in very deep, deep ways. And the ways that like The Bachelor, Love Island, um, Mm. X on the Beach, all of these shows get to this moment when these black women who have been carried through and we know this is a game show basically mm. this is a game show and this strategy and then when it comes to the pivotal times when it comes to the life or death decisions then mm. these the spices of the show they get let go you mm. know Melissa is a good black woman and I want to get into it can I be messy can I be messy yes, yes, that's that's what we are. yes this is connected to Jillian's death I literally adore Jillian with a G honey <laughs> think that out of all of the three black women that were left, Jillian is also the least, the least threatening one mm. out of all yeah. of them. Jillian is likable. Jillian is not loud. Jillian doesn't is literally friends with all of those She fits, all she, of those she fits into what Mark has said that he likes. Absolutely. He likes someone whose confidence grows over time who isn't too in his face from the get-go. So that's also right. like what he wants. So now, okay, so let's backtrack a bit. This mm-hmm. was Jillian's first one-on-one. One-on-one, so, yes. So while the others were still on the first date of the bike date, it was Jess R. Kainiso who couldn't go on the first date because she had a she had two canals. Jesus, during the bachelor year. <laughs> and then, and Jillian was in the house. It was the three of them. And then a date card came and the name was Jillian. Although Jessica R. Want, really wanted it. Oh. Can we just talk about how they oh. always like zoom in on oh. the of course, time. because you must see it all the time. <laughs> I can't stand her. I can't. So, she does this like smile, but she does this. I don't even know what it is. It's like <laughs> Kerry Washington. She's got that face. It's you a know? stiff upper lip. Uh, in, the last, in the last episode, we spoke about the stiff upper. You have to keep your emotions intact. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and she's got, you know that look that Kerry Washington does for every scene? Yes, That's like I'm appalled. Yes. 
crying, but yes. I'm laughing. You never yes. know. <laughs> That's literally what she does. Exactly. So now this date card came, and then they went on. Guess what? What type of date? There was a bed in the middle of a rugby field. Roses <laughs> on the bed. Lots of pillows and candles. <laughs> it's always like they went to full career work school for these dates, right? Not a joke. And they always lay in each other's arms. Like, why must they always yeah. lay like that? Like, they don't like. Yeah. I don't like that. Like it seems so forced for me because they don't yeah. have that kind of connection in the house or when they see each other or on um, group dates or stuff like that. But uh-huh. every time he takes his women out, he wants to like lay bina boats with him. Like <laughs> what? What is up okay? With but you? but I have a question. What did you think about the? What do you think of the growth or lack of growth? Because I'm not sure what your opinion is of the connection between Jillian and Mark. Have in the last couple of episodes. Though. I don't know what I, you think honest, because I you know, feel like mm. it's um it's for show, to be honest. From yeah. from what from, from whose side? From his side or from her his side? side. Do, do you know you what think? my do you know what my it? feeling is? Because why yeah. for me this is so weird. And I this is and I want to say disclaimer, I absolutely love Jillian. I think that Jillian brings a very gonic soul kind of same, same, same. Space. And I mm. think she's like this is the thing about Jillian is that her identity in the show is politicized, but not hyper-politicized, like Kinesos or, or Amulesa, and for very particular reasons, reasons you know. Yeah, yeah. But I think that this is so random. How did we get here? We've <laughs> literally not even taken this girl seriously in any type of scenario. But mm. all of a sudden, you guys, like, there are fireworks and there are gifts and then there are roses. This makes oh no sense. Oh my god, we need to get into that shitty okay. gift. Oh, how yeah. did we oh my god, let's just talk about yes, I, just want to, I just wanted to say, how did we get here? This doesn't yeah. make mm. sense, Mark. You but it's the same with Bridget. It's the same with Bridget. But he said, right. oh shit, he said that he started feeling something for her. And this is funny, it's off the back of Jess R. When he couldn't figure out whether the hug on that hugging date from Jillian was Jess R or whether it was Jess R. And I think that, you know, that he said that on that date, he wasn't sure. And all of a sudden there was like this spark that he felt with her because they had that physical connection that he wasn't expecting. So from his side, that's what he said. So now he's like, oh shit, we actually have some, we have some connection, but it's based off the fact that he thought it was Jess R. And now he's like, oh my God. But this is the weird thing for me. The weird thing for me is that, right, that's, that's okay. But that's, you've literally, and if you thought it was Jess R, if you thought, why didn't you, I mean, I don't know, for me, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make mm. sense. He kind of guessed correctly with all of them, who was who. So yeah, he kind yeah. of had an idea of who was doing what. If he was really serious at that time, then he would have given, he would have given Jillian that date. But also this whole, like, how we got shit doesn't make sense. This mm-hmm. is like one plus one is 11. It doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't make sense. But, okay, wait, Marcy, are you saying, Marcy, are you saying that it is not possible for you to be, like, friendly with someone, maybe feel something more, and then all of a sudden they touch you, and then you're like, oh, my God. This, now I'm all not, of a sudden this person transcends a certain boundary that I'm not play. saying I'm not uh-huh. saying it's impossible but I'm saying that there are a lot of variables at play that's just more than Let's more also take than, into consideration yeah. 
how long ago that touching situation happened. <laughs> and, in really? between, really? and in between those two weeks that we had, or three weeks that we had, really? we didn't see him um, put in the effort to that he did with, with, anyway. with Marissa or with mm-hmm. Jess R. He didn't mm-hmm. put that same effort in when he quote unquote realized that there was a connection. Mm-hmm. So that's why for me, Absolutely. it comes off as fake. I'm sorry. And that's not to say that they can't have a connection. It's that Mm. it doesn't add up. Yes, it just doesn't Mm, add up. It mm. feels really, it's not forced, but it feels like a big act. It feels like he needed to, and I mean, lol, if all of us want to say that we didn't know that those three white women um, (laughs) would have made it to the final, to the final four. I think also Mm. the other part is that they knew it would look extra scandalous. Yeah. Six what was six women, three white women, three black women standing up there, and you call three white women and one black woman at a rose ceremony. It's you know, I think for them, they think about those, yeah, I think they think about those, like, um, those kind of, like, dynamics. And like I say, I want to go back to this, that for me, mm. Jillian's identity isn't as politicized. The, these women have been, have been, like, passing microaggressions towards for for example Queenie so from the get go you know yeah yeah, she, yeah for her in terms of like the way that she presents she confuses them but it's convenient for them to like say she's loud this crazy yeah. ass bitch um just are mm. you, know, mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> you know like Penny so <laughs> and then she started doing the same with Mulesa last week. Yeah because Mulesa yeah. knows that she held some space with Mark. And then she went up to Mark and said, can you just speak? I love that bitch. Sorry, can I just say? I love it. <laughs> she was such a boss. Like, I loved it too. I love it. No, and then look at that, eh? Look at how mm. Molissa's relationship progressed. That is a relationship I can believe, right? Yes. I know. See, I could have believed That's more it. believable. That's Why more was Molissa not... So it doesn't so make mad. any sense. That's she got a role like in the date, and he's telling yeah. he can see a future and whatever. He's never done that with Bridget. The thing is, from the get go, Mark has been drawn to Melissa from the word jump. from the from, from the first meeting. The first meeting from the minute she walked up to him when the series started, mm. he literally told her she was the first woman. He said to her, you're the most beautiful person I've seen this evening. That's, yeah. Yeah. From that moment to the date. He, do you remember the first date that they had, how he was it trying was to It was so cute. Her? And they were so cute and awkward. He was working and like, so hard to impress her. Yeah. yeah. He like this moment. And the thing is, to this moment, for me, it didn't even feel like the spark was lost. Yeah. I yeah. think he needed to make choices. And these are the choices. It's so disappointing. Last night, really, I... I I, I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It was okay, like, so then, so then we got to the rose ceremony. No, first mm. the cocktail party. Oh yeah, yeah, the cocktail <laughs> party. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to speak to him. They were it all was so strange. Crickets in mm. that room. Crickets, and poor Q was like so. Yeah. She obviously, was just I felt bad for this her. whole medical procedure. So you could see mm. that everybody just looked tired. Everybody looked mm. drained from this whole entire process. Mm, mm, Everybody mm. looked like they didn't want to even be there, you know? Right, yeah. Everyone and wants to know where they're going to introduce this guy, this stranger, 
to their families and they all like Mulesa said in her confessional she was like he walked in and everyone is awkward he's trying to host small talk and all of them are like yo we have an with x amount of time to speak to you before you make a decision why are you trying to have a good mm. date at a cocktail mm. party yeah. right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. So then, yeah. pulls, so then he pulls Jilly aside, and no, I have to say, was it? Yes. No. Oh, oh he oh, started yeah. with JSR. He started with started JSR. With JSR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I glaze over these O's. Because <laughs> <laughs> what does the what does she matter? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. So what happened with JSR? I completely missed that. So um, they had the conversation. Um, with JSR was basically saying you didn't take me off. Uh, you know what she does, right? She literally used, and this is her 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 white tears. She uses her white woman tears to get through everything. Um, she does. so she was she's such a sad, like soppy story all the time. Honestly, like, and the thing I'm is, she should her. be fine. She should feel confident. She's had, she's one of the the women in that house who's got the right. most time with Mark. Yeah. So she should feel confident in her stance. Yes, there are yeah. other very like strong woman next to her but she should feel mm. i would have felt very how many dates you went to namibia bruh you went yes, to the river Mibru? like come on you were also taken on a date that you couldn't even participate in just because this man he wants you out of the house he exactly. wants you to leave you so need air. You are fine <laughs> i can't stand an insecure bitch i really i cannot i'm so tired of her Wow. But anyway, so what she did ended say? up feeling very uncomfortable. So I don't, I don't remember exactly what they spoke about, yeah. but it was some bullshit about their boring relationship. And then at the end, she still, she still <laughs> wanted to say something. And then he said, we should get back to the group. And then she was like, yeah, we were sitting together and I was cut off yet again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, babe, you're fine. <laughs> Big girl, are you about to cry? <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I remember that. That was a mess. And Jilly then was next. That's um... so he pulled Jilly up, and then he gave her this gift from Jack Friedman. Now Ugh. I want to talk because Kim and I had a laugh last night about these <laughs> damn jewelry pieces that yes. he keeps giving. <laughs> Out. You know why? <laughs> it's because hashtag it's a paid partnership with Jack Friedman. Yes. <laughs> so all the gifts must come from the paid partnership. But if it's a paid partnership, at least make your shit look good. Like two years old, we could have drawn nice a better rose than that. Okay. Make a oh nice piece. Remember? That's remember those, those pieces are ugly. It is another so one ugly. of our friends who will come onto the show, her tweet link Ling said. Can Jack Friedman stop making lucky packet <laughs> jewelry? <laughs> she said the designs look like it's in a, in a lucky packet. <laughs> Honestly, they he needs to stop. He needs to give us better. If he wants to convince any of the viewers to buy <laughs> to buy his shit, he needs I, to send these gay up anything, this has, If anything, this told me that I never ever have to step foot in a Jack Friedman store ever <laughs> in my life. Like, I'm missing like out can, on nothing, honey. They can so like, even have a better paid partnership with Andaline. That that's such a she yes. had such a even her designs I will buy, bruh. Her designs so are much if better. I'm trying to buy like my five year old niece like a cute birthday gift, I'll go to <laughs> I'll go there. But no grown woman should be expected to wear anything of that. <laughs> no, you Honestly. go to Jack Friedman when you have a lot of money but you have no taste. That's when you shop yes. for Jack Friedman. Wait, 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 but remember, 
remember mark this is a collaboration with mark his design <laughs> so yeah, that, is, kind of that even makes it worse okay, <laughs> that I, makes have it to say, worse. I love mark right you know i've got a little weird internalized wow picture. girl she's only I saying that mark because my... mark started following them now <laughs> no it's not that. <laughs> i i like mark okay and i used to know mr mark Butner. um i really do and i want to win that game Oh, by the way, I want to win that competition. Why, Kim? Oh, she. Um, Masse doesn't know about the competition. Oh, so Masse, there's a competition to win a dream date with a bachelor, and I, I am gonna make it my mission. Hi, Mr. Mark Butner. I'm gonna. Hello, Mr. Mark. I'm just. Are you tuned into my personal channel? <laughs> I'm gonna win that. I'm gonna win that competition. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm good. Love. Enjoy. <laughs> okay, we good. Good I like Mark, but Boy. I just don't like his choice in designs with Jack Friedman. That was the point. I of my I don't. I I'm really sorry, Mark, Mark, sorry, Mark. Mark's choices in the people who stays. His design choices. He's constantly panicking. He's people pleasing. Way you see, this is not going to so be over. So then he's okay. supposed to be you, right? He's supposed to be Jamie, so yes. And I was not happy because it was a direct comparison of how hypocritical he is where mm, in the yeah. beginning of the show he's telling Melissa or asking her in and out about you know how she's maybe taking on characteristics of somebody that he sent away mm-hmm. so can she make up her own mind about what she wants or who she is yeah and then at the same time he's now telling um, skinny saw that um, <clears throat> that he always not saying anything. He's just like staring at her, mm-hmm. and in his confessional, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, you know, I can't like get over the fact that she's just she's just so loud. She's so like, you know." First of all, first of all, this bra was saying she's so loud. He doesn't know why. This is the, one of the first times that she's quiet. How about mother? Not. How about you ask her how her root canal went? This how went for two fucking root canals and came to your date night. She's sitting right. there looking beautiful as fuck. She she arrived. She's here. She went through pain. Have you ever gone for two root canals in one day, Mark? But the, I love you. But why did you? Why why didn't you like take care of her? Like she's sick. I can't believe it. And then it's like you're being so quiet today. This is not how I know you to be. It's you so so. You know, I'm like, oh my god, you waiting. Oh, I can't handle it. The thing, the thing is, the thing is for me, one of the things that have been quite unsettling is how this loud uh, stereotype has Thank kind you. of plagued Kinisa mm. from the get go. Mm-hmm. And she's not even loud. Please she's tell me why is this woman loud? She's not. Has this man been in the same room with some of us? <laughs> what is this? I need him to be in the room with the three of us. I need him to be there. You can understand what the fuck loud is. I'm so mad. She's not loud. She's very very outgoing. She's got a very bubbly personality. Exactly. But loud is something that she's not, right? No, but the thing is... Yeah, sorry. Go continue. I think with all of them, these women have kind of like found a reason to make this woman insecure about herself because she's loud. Because she's loud. He uses the same thing. She's normally so loud. She's so loud. I don't know what's happening. 
And the thing is, it's almost like in this in this episode, he weaponizes this loudness. He does. Us. It's yeah, not almost. Like, yeah. It's so exactly what happened. He has and it. How many of he us? He weaponizes it and but says, Masse, "You're not sharing the same energy." That shows me you don't want to be here. But Masai mm. and Kim, how did that? How relatable wasn't that moment when he tried to say to her? Or did say to her, or say said that she's so loud and whatever. Like, how many of us haven't experienced that? Um, we mm-hmm. we just yeah. need ourselves. Jeez, we can't yeah, help it that you've got the personality yeah. of a cardboard, or or on the juxtaposition, like oh, I'm not using that word right. Or on the other side of things, you it's are using like, it. <laughs> they don't tell you. Yes, dictionary. <laughs> They don't tell you that you're loud, but then you're always like supposedly loud around them. And then there comes a time when you're just feeling like internal and then they ask mm. you, why are you so quiet? Like, I don't know that I can't be quiet. I don't know right. that I must perform for you all the time. I've been around white people who are always like, oh, wait, why are you like, you're so different today. I'm just but, another part yeah. of me. Yeah. Why must yeah. I always perform my, what, my exoticness or my enticing whatever but it might be? This is the thing. This is mm-hmm. the thing for me that's also just been a problem too, is the fact that like, there's always been a problem with Mulesa. Mulesa, they use the fact that they've tried to like weaponize these microaggressions. They say mm-hmm. that you like, she almost trying to suggest that she's so smart for a black girl. You know, like she's smart. She can, the way that they speak about it is the no, remember, they let's get this clear how they had said it. They said mm. that she is most likely to be a liar and then twisted it to say she, it's because she's ch- so smart. Yeah. Yes, and Bridget did that. Bridget did that. Bridget, Bridget did that. You're right. And Bridget agreed with her. Agreed with her. And literally said, well, she they would never say that about another another like white woman. That like she's a liar it's because true. she's a lawyer, because she's the smartest one in the room, right? And oh, that's how they try to hide their tracks. Even with a, a few epi- a few episodes ago, with uh, Clinisa saying Clinisa's constantly speaking, and Mark, I want to throw a brick at Mark. Then <laughs> you, uh, you I can't believe that somebody passed us a Nokia fifty one ten. Thirty three ten. Thirty three ten. Saying that Clinisa keeps speaking about her acting job and her career. What else does must she speak about? Is it her fault? Is it by mistake that and her but fault? Marcy, that that's exactly what we spoke about last week as well. We were like, it's no. always like when, it's always like when a black woman is the one awkward and feisty and right. cute and like she's right. just like comfortable in her um i use awkward in like a inverted yeah. commas she is comfortable and being quirky that's actually a yeah, word it then it's like it's a, it's, a, it's a problem and that's the that's thing that really like fucked me in the beginning when i watched this thing because yeah it's so relatable you know you can't be someone who likes to read and who likes to live in fantasy worlds no that's wrong because and you know it's just a white woman yeah and so these tropes then follow them everywhere that they go, right? And yeah. it, it's so closely linked to their identity. And this is why Jillian, on the other end, is the perfect choice because she's the opposite of that. These women don't find her threatening. She's befriended all of them. She's always trying to, like, she's crying. But remember Jillian, said, remember Jillian said in one of the first episodes, she said, I'm not, I don't take sides. Like, she's, she's, I'm the objective one. And I think that's easy for some people to get along with because when you're objective to them, it means like sometimes 
it's like it's like a balance like in in, in other people's yeah. minds so i think that's I think and she's sometimes playing it's strategically very well. Sorry, Mase. She's playing mm, right. the game. I, because I agree. when you become a blank canvas and you allow everybody else to kind of put their emotions out there and all of these things or to play off of each other and you constantly just sort of, you, you just, you're just there, you know? Somehow make your way there. <laughs> but you're not, you're not a good person. Because she just there. Yes. She's not, yeah. she seems to have as little personality as the rest of them. And that's mm. not like, I love Jillian, but it's, um, <clears throat> she's, she doesn't bring that extra oomph of what we love of Q. She, of she's a safe landing ground. She's exactly. a safe landing ground. You know, I'm with starting Jen to like Jillian though. Like, she's absolutely likable, but we also can't ignore the very little how little of a threat Jillian is to the rest of these women. She's yeah, likable. Yeah. She's objective. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, she also, mm, mm. they don't have to, Pasha, I mean, um, Kuniso and uh, Mulesa are very like, are, they're very clear about also their political orientation and what mm. they're about to call you out on. Jillian, on the other end, everybody's friends. Jillian doesn't. Sometimes, also, I find it to lack a lot of nuance. Um, And I want to go back to the Pasha stuff because we know that these women have done Pasha bad. I know they've done Pasha so bad. This piece of shit, Mark, also, also like, um, bought into it. And yeah, he was very influenced by the other woman. Absolutely. Okay, but wait, we need to get to the rose ceremony. Okay, okay. No, but let's just hear yeah, what Masa has to say um, with the last... Um, it's very on, true, on, on it's very Jillian. true. Tell us about Pasha. And but Jillian, Pasha, but... for me, it, the, the thing about Pasha is that we know from off the cuff that, like, there was no interest. These women were not interested in knowing Pasha because they made up their mind about Pasha. They, they were threatened by her. They threatened by her. But it's also the deep slut-shaming. Um, of course, Pasha is going to be the person that she is. I would be a fucking bulldog, too. Yeah. And people are going to literally like reduce me to my job. Yeah, exactly. My skill. Yeah. And that's what they did with Pasha. And so mm. this is why Pasha is also not like, she's not the white woman who's like them. Do you know what no. I'm saying? She's mm. not a Macy. She's not like an Andaline. She's not a Macy. She's not <laughs> like, like a, a Macy. A, like a blonde trophy wife, like Jess R. And the rest and of them. The but yeah. that's why she said, but that's what she said when she left. She said, even though all of her friends were still left, like Kriniso and Mulesa and them, when, when they asked her, who do you think Mark is going to be with? She was like, probably Marissa or Jess R. Or Jess not R. because, yeah, and then, and then she was like, no, not because, no offense to the other people, but because they're, they're like quiet people. And that's what yeah. he wants. He doesn't want a strong person who is from the get go who they are. Yeah. That's what yeah. she said. She, she came to the diplomatic way. Do you remember that lull with the talent show? When Pasha was <gasps> I love this. And then <laughs> just are saying, I can dance too, but you don't see me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see her dancing, modern dancing, and not give and not sit on someone while they're on a chair. She would never I do that you know to you someone. Never. Okay, listen, you we digressing. We spoke do. about this last week, so we di- we True. digressing. We can always go back sorry. to the episode. So I wasn't let's here last week, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let's move sorry, into the row ceremony. Yeah. Mm. So um 
There were only three uh, roses to give up. And Melinda, remember, oh, no, no, Jillian had a rose. Jillian had a rose. Jillian had a rose, and they were, so there were only three, because only four people are going through. Yeah. It was stressful, people. I was stressed. Oh, we forgot. Remember, Bridget was crying her ass off during the cocktail <laughs> party. For what reason? If she, 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 she was she being insecure. Go. She was telling, she firstly, was firstly before she even went to him, she spoke to the others, to Jillian specifically, and said, I just don't know. I just think he's going to let me go. Like, how, like, you know, she gets insecure. And then she went to him, and then she said to him, if you only see me as a platonic friend, let me go. But now mm. she, in a confessional, said that she's like this because she's never been chosen by men. Like whenever it comes to the point where they have to choose who they want, they never go for her because they see her as someone who is a friend, is funny, but not someone to settle down. So that's where her insecurities were coming from because of past experiences. Yeah. So that's why she was upset. Not with him. She was upset with a feeling that she's not enough again, I think. But at the same oh, time. Sorry, Matt. No, you can go. You go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but at the same time, this is the game that you've played. You've played the goal next door kind of buzz the whole it's time. It's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy, yeah. buddy kind you of thing. So what be, are you expecting I wanted now? to just say that. You wanted to be his uh, best friend from the onset. But it I was also, a strategy. I also want to... It was a horrible one. <laughs> it was a horrible strategy. <laughs> horrible. Uh, you wanted to literally... This is how you've positioned yourself as his eyes and ears in the house. You've not positioned yeah. yourself Imagine. about, you want to play your game late in the game when mm. everybody has established their connections and have shown the intention. You mm. wanted to. Imagine establishing game. yourself as the Heichi of the house. Do you wow. know what I'm saying? There's sudden, uh, what is the, the, the sudden, the in Sarafina, the one who used to be the, 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 in the, in, in the home. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, he I wants to pimp everybody. Yes. I don't want to put it out so, on live that I haven't watched Serafina. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched it when I was in high school. I had to watch it again. You know, now that Tomiti is trending again. I'm going to have to watch it now that Doja Cat is trending, right? <laughs> All these late ones who are telling us about Doja. But anyway, sorry. Just to go back. Just to reference the beginning of the episode, the bike dates. When this girl said, I'd be so upset. If I didn't get a rose, sis. Who said so? Her. Bridget. You see, Bridget. she doesn't know how, like, she can't tell. She doesn't want to get her story straight. She said, and this shows her entitlement. She doesn't necessarily think that she needs to have any type of relationship with this man. She just needs to be kept in the game because she's his impimpy. And what secondly, do you think, what do you think Bridget's, um, oh, sure, I didn't let you finish. What do you think Bridget's star sign is? <laughs> Gemini, <laughs> literally Gemini. She's Kim's Fuck people. all of you, yeah. <laughs> a Gemini of note. A Gemini of note. Or at least a Gemini moon. <laughs> I think she's a Ge maybe Gemini moon, but she definitely has, and she has a lot of Gemini in her chart. A lot of Gemini. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> a terrible bitch. But anyway, okay. She's, she's like, sis, you, you haven't come. And her game, her strategy worked in the same, in the sense that like, she can go and throw a tantrum and um, she'll get what mm, she wants. Mm. Okay. She'll get a shut up, Rose. Okay. Yeah, she'll <laughs> get a shut up, Rose. But in terms of accepting a, talk, uh, uh, a connection with him, she has failed 
dismally and we need her out. So now, so then the first rose went to the Medicia. Medicia. We like all knew Medicia was going to go. Yep. The second rose went to dun, 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 dun. Jess R. Yeah. And then in the moment between. between the final rows, it was uh, Bridget looked at Melissa and said, I think I'm going home. I think I'm going home. I remember. <laughs> and Melissa went, no. <laughs> Melissa went, no, it's not true. It's not yeah. true. Literally, there's only one <laughs> rose to go between the three of them. Melissa, Q, Melissa. Yeah. And but I was shook. He said, he said, Bridget said, when he, I actually thought that, I didn't know who it was going to be, but I thought it would be between Mulesa and Koniso. That's, Me too. That was my... And I Me didn't too. know who I wanted to go through. I wanted both of them to Me go too. through to the next round. I yeah. wanted him to meet both of their, both sets of parents. So Bridget got the rose, and I just wanted to throw Die. my screen across myself. the freaking room. Because <laughs> what in the ever-living fuck, okay? You guys mm. don't have a relationship. You've had several several dates with um with with Mulesa and with Kiniso mm. and you had a delayed date with Bridget and when you guys mm. have had dates she was only talking cuck about everybody. So imagine yeah. imagine the Haiti It was so painful. So, it was so painful it was a cringe fest. So yeah. this woman actually got a rose over these two amazing magnificent people. Mm. And I just felt like that was like what they wanted to do in terms of, okay, we've carried all these black women through now. We, 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 we've got the ratings. We've got the eyes um, right. on our show. Um, we're going to keep the token black, the nice one, who's fitting mm. in most of the mold that, that Mark wants. And right. the thing is like keeping someone like Bridget around. So Mark wants somebody who is actually a fucking super mean girl. Hmm. Everybody else. Because that's also ratings, you but, know? But, ratings. but that could also be, I was going to say, because it, you can't only say that the, they're keeping in the other people for ratings when I believe hmm. Bridget is in the same boat there. They're also, if that is the case. and But, but in the same breath, like, I also don't want to diminish Jillian's blackness and who she is purely because she fits into some type of way that we've like internalized how white women are like Jillian is just who Jillian is and like that's her agency and Mark has chosen her for that very fact so I don't want to diminish also her blackness by us com constantly saying like things being mentioned that Jillian is like the the nice one and that's why she's still in the game it feels a bit like diminishing her not necessarily speaking about Mark's side but yeah but that's, that's not it's not taking her individuality away if like what has been played out is something that we see every day in everyday life it's the, i don't feel like there's um anything necessarily wrong with trying to um understand how these kind of um relationships play out like the way that's playing out on tv and the way that it plays out yeah. in our real lives i think it's okay to draw these comparisons without taking away the individuality of jillian yeah. who is a very lovely person but Absolutely. can be honest about how she's played the game and it might not obviously what we're seeing is not who she is 
but mm. is what we are getting. So we are obviously right. basing it on the person that she's wanted to portray herself to be. And I don't think right. it's unfair for us to make these kind of assumptions. I don't think it's unfair, but I'm just saying it has to also be said that one can't dream, because then you're just doing something similar to what people are doing to, uh, or did do to Kroniso. It's like making her like, like her quirking is something that is outside mm. of, of black women. And that's why I was just like, I was putting it up in the space that, that I feel like Julian is who Julian is. Um, but I also don't want to diminish it just to be like, oh, you know, it's like you, you take- No, man, but back. I don't think it, that's not what yeah. we're saying. Because we had said, mm. obviously she is who she is and that, none of her blackness is being taken away. We are mm-hmm. very different. And yeah, that's completely fine. But the way the difference in how she is in that people do not like black and brown women to have a, a louder voice in oh, yeah, of course. And so she yeah. does have a bit of a softer, um, she's, she's more rounded, I would say, um, in comparison to a lot of who we are. And, and for example, Mulesa and, and Nolo and um, Kimiso, mm. right? So she paints herself as someone who is um, palatable. Fuck, for lack of a better term. She is palatable. She is palatable. I wanted to just say, though, that, like, just the conclusion, how how this episode, episode 9 or 10? 11. um, This 11. Yeah. Concluded is really typical of these like um romance shows and the kind of like um formula that they have um, around and i want to maybe reference another one like love island or whatever <laughs> black women are very often the the ones who are left unmatched they are left there mm-hmm. for the long haul but when yeah. and we see this even in the in the bachelor internationally um they are there until it's time to be serious Mm, yeah. then they are removed from the equation, right? We're good because we're tokenists. We're, we, we, we're, we're, we're tokens and we can... The thing is, I felt that in the first season of The Bachelor. The first season of The Bachelor South Africa was exactly that. Like, it was like, the, it, was, it was so obvious. It was... But, but I think that they had to play it differently right now. They had to play mm-hmm. it differently. Um, and, and I think, because for me, you see, this is why it doesn't make sense. Because... When it comes down to it, it's about now it's serious. Mark has to be has to choose the girls that he can be serious with. And mm. if we're honest, I like Lenisa, but you know, can I actually take her to my to my all my my super Caucasian yeah. family and her in, integrate nicely? Like there's more obstacles and Lenisa. challenges yeah. in, in Mark's <laughs> mind, in the bachelor's mind. I love Mulesa, but Mulesa come and not because mm. the, the other thing about Mulesa is that Mark felt fucking challenged by Mulesa. Mm. Yeah. Mulesa was one person he just could, didn't know how to navigate, and he and Mulesa never allowed him to get away with things. That's exactly, thing. and that's why I loved her, and that's why it's fucked and up that's why that she's he's not wrong because she is very like steadfast and she's very clear, and she is wants her accountability. Jillian mm. on the other end, and this is like we're saying, nobody's taking away Jillian's. Jillian is palatable. Jillian is more like likable. Jillian is more 
for lack of a better word, the way that they see her is that she's more reasonable than the mm. threatening. You know? Yeah, and she's non-threatening. Jillian will reason. Jillian doesn't confront them. Jillian yeah. also like loves them and wants to cry when what did you call Bridget? Or something, some strange name, you know. Um, so so stuff like that, and that's the honest about her. And but it's like I mean, and I've got shit all to say about these blonde ass bitches, blonde women, blonde women. Sorry, there was a technical glitch here. By <laughs> we'll beat that out. We'll beat by, that out with these blonde women because the thing is, it's it was obvious. It was obvious. The fact yeah. that. Like, there are it, so many women that have left before Bridget and Bridget is still here. We know that she's I a I can't teacher. believe it. It's wretched. We don't recast. I mean, I can't believe Bridget is there. Like, I, I remember, like, I know that Mark did not see Ricky going off on a tangent, but I thought that he would have at least kept her for the sake yes. that he didn't see her going on a tangent. We saw the, the other side of Ricky that he definitely did not see. Okay, but so now we've got Jess, Maricia, Jillian, and Bridget. And next week is yawn fest. To be Guys, honest, did you see? Did you see that uh, Bridget smirk at the end? No, yeah, she was. She was very happy because she thought she was going home. Oh my god, terrible! But I just want to bring Mulesa's um there because Mark said he would be able to explain away his decision, and then she's like, "Scratch, stop it, Lori! Yeah. I'm not trying to hear it." And I was happy for her for it. Don't say I was anything. also happy. She just didn't want to know. Yeah. She's like, fuck you, man. Yeah. How dare right. you let... How, I can't believe... You. Okay, anyway. So now Mulesa's gone. I'm very, very sad Mulesa's gone. Oh. Mm. I'm even more sad that Mulesa's gone over Koiniso. I love Koiniso, but... Yeah. Mulesa and Mark, I yeah. really believe they had something. And now... I also thought they could have made it. I really thought that... Uh, Melissa was going to make at least top three or top two. I yeah. thought Melissa was going to make top three. Well, now you got to wait for next week, eh? Well, oh. I mean, are we still tuning in next week, guys? <laughs> <laughs> for Jillian. Also, for Jillian. It's a poor Jillian. It's a poor Jillian. But they're also not going to have a reunion, people, because of COVID. I'm so sad. They must do like Bravo and do virtual mm-hmm. reunions, okay? Yeah. They need to reunion. like catch up. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. You want a virtual reunion? Yeah. So anyway, okay, well, um, that was a very, very, very robust episode. Oh my God. I feel like there's mm. a ton of shit. <laughs> a lot but, of like, un- unexpected terms. Uh, yes. There was. But what I really want to say is, despite what we had to experience, I want to say thank you so much to our friend of the show, our resident, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so happy. We're so happy to have you on. We love, you know, the different um ideas that you bring through, and it's always such a lull and it's a kiki. And I'm just like, I can't wait for next time. Um, I am invite me some more. Invite me some more. I told you guys, I just want to come start shit and leave. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. <laughs> Thank you for having me, y'all. All right, All right. you guys need, must keep safe, and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.